Welcome back. This is the muster. Monday afternoon, the music theme is Aussie Battlers in Wake of the Welsh. Absolutely pummeling the Aussies this morning. They don't come any bigger battling than uh, Jimmy Barnes and Cold Chisel. That song there, Star Hotel, an absolute classic. Catching up now with Julian Tahayariki out of Fens, where he is district manager for the South. Julian, good afternoon. Yeah, g'day, Andy. How you going? And um, yeah, uh, good to hope everybody's doing all right out there after what can be only described as a pretty crazy week and fire and uh, flooding. So I hope everybody's recovering well. Yeah, from your perspective, as we talk 48 hours after the event, um, coming to a conclusion for a lot of people, how have you found it, Julian, from your perspective? Well, just in terms of us and our brigades, it was really um, um, heartening to see our brigades out there having their communities out, communities out, and of course, doing a lot of work and the good things through the nights. And Tauta were busy, and then all the other supporting brigades are helping them. So um, they did extremely well. I'm really, really um, I'm happy for their input for their communities, that's for sure. And you know, we had no injuries, and we got through a uh, pretty crazy week. As we look on into this week now, is there any information that people need to know? Um, as a water level subside? Yeah, look, I mean, obviously we're in mop-up mode now and, and um, as I was driving through the province on Sunday um, going through, obviously, the, you know, the water's starting to recede and it's just about being careful out there and, and watching out for um, really sort of sinkholes and all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, just be careful out there, everybody, and they um, people know their patches. That's great. Um, having saying that, look, we're in for some more high winds coming up this Thursday, uh, not to the extent we've had, but the high winds generally follow another front that's coming through, I think, for the weekend, bringing snow and that into both Otago and Southland to, um, you know, uh, 1,000 metres again in the weekend. So, again, the weather, um, very unpredictable. Yeah, it's harder to pick than a broken nose at the moment, Julian. It is, and look, with all this rain, and the, I guess the key thing to remember for our, for our people out there is if we had all this rain and flooding and people think it's OK to be lighting fires again and cranking into it, it only takes a few days of um, sort of warm sun out and some northwesting winds to dry things out again to get fires going in the fine fuel. So just be, don't take the weather and the flooding as a, as, a, as a time not to start thinking about lighting fires. So check it's all right to light, get permits for what you need to do, and then also consider your neighbours and everybody around you as well when you're when you're in those positions of wanting to burn. Yeah, it's a very relevant point you raise there, considering what we just went through. And if you get the blue sky and you look at all these piles that are in the paddocks or whatever and looking to burn, and um, there's quite a few things you've got to put into consideration. Absolutely. Um, always check your weather um, moving forward. As we come into a more dry season, we'll go into restriction and prohibited seasons. And, um, you know, that's when you need your permits and you need to be following the criteria of your permits, which is quite a lot in there. And I just really encourage our permit holders to really read the conditions of those permits so they know what they're doing. And there's a lot in there. And don't be surprised that when the weather conditions get to a certain point, we suspend all permits. What's the best way for somebody to find out about getting a permit on farm, Julian? What what are the channels they need to go through? You just need to get online to check it's all right to light and it will bring up a map of the areas, the current fire seasons and how to go about getting a permit and the numbers to contact our local people here in the Southland District to be able to have those conversations. As far as bird nest fires and tractors, are you hearing of much so far this season at all? Not at all, but we generally do, Andy. We always have the odd um, tractors been away all winter. The birds have got in there nested, and all of a sudden we've got tractors and expensive equipment going on fire. So as a pre, pre sort of, um, I guess, farming check, to make sure if you haven't used that equipment, check it out and make sure there's no animals living in there and or birds' nests and those things because they absolutely do happen. And it's the same thing when it comes to fire extinguishers and vehicles as well. It's a prevention over cure, which is a term I like to use a lot. 
<laughs> it's a good term too. It's all that stuff. It's been prepared, you know, for for that real rare occasion where your car does go on fire or you can support someone else. So you go and grab your extinguisher. Oh, I didn't fill up from last time. And I'm saying it's in the kitchen, making sure you've checked your your, your extinguishers, your alarms, and it's just about having a wee. I guess a spring clean or fire safety might be a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's a good one too regarding the fire alarms. Just going through into daylight saving or savings, just to wind Rowena up there. Um, but absolutely, because as we go into the longer days, a great chance just to check those batteries and the alarms. And look, yeah, absolutely. And look, there's some really um, um, really good alarms. There's tiny little alarms you can find out. They just stick up into the places that we need to have them. And, you know, we've got to be very mindful too. You know, um, we talked about the cold weather and electric blankets, and we had a fire recently in Avacargo, which was caused by electric blanket. Then went on fire. That was still on. So, um, you know, it's about just taking the time to have a think about your fire safety needs, overloading the plugs, you know, um, all those sorts of wee things that we never think we're going to have a fire. We have fires all the time for those exact reasons. So just we want everyone to be safe. Absolutely, Julian. Appreciate your time. Hopefully you've had a bit of a cup of, cup of tea and a bit of a lie down over the weekend. It's been busy. And to all our volunteer services, we appreciate everything they do and we appreciate your time on the muster once again. Thank you, Andy. Talk again soon. Julian to Hayariki out of Fens, where he is district manager down here in the south. Had a busy couple of days as well. We appreciate his time. As we do our next guest, we're heading up to Garston, Thomas O'Brien. There was a lot of water up there. Um, so Tom's going to give us a rundown how the situation looks up there at the moment.